with me if you can. I'm so glad you're here person by person, name by name, individual by individual. I'm so glad you're here. Do me a favor if you can. So glad to see all of you online. I pray for you and I am interceding with you. You are my brothers and my sisters. We welcome you to the place of promise experience. We're so glad you're logged on and tag. And and while you're logged on, tag somebody. Share this with somebody. We don't mind you sharing. We don't mind you sharing. So go on. Have you shared yet? Thank you. Go with me if you can to Matthew 16 and 19. And I'm going to read a B first as well. Isaiah 22 and 22. But let's go to Matthew 16 and 19. And according to the Gospel of Matthew, it's read like this. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Isaiah 22 says, And the keys of this house of David will I lay on his shoulders. So shall so he shall open, and none shall shut, and he shall shut, and none shall open. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you today for you're definitely in this room. You're definitely here for your brother, for your people. Send a word, speak a word, a now word. It will cause someone's hearts to be changed and will cause us to be the better. It will cause us to be the better. Father, speak to me today as a learned man. Speak to me today as one of your children, one of your sons. And I'll be give you the glory. Because my hands, I give you my hands. I give you my mouth, my eyes, my ears. You can use them as you please. I'm available to you. We thank you for it. Someone here needs a miracle. Someone here needs a bet. Someone here needs a touch. And we know you are available. And you're well able to do. Thank you, Jesus, now. Give you glory and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If I could type, we are still in this unlocked season. To your neighbor, grab them real good and say, neighbor, keys. Look at them in the face and tell your neighbor, neighbor, real good. Look at them, real good. We call it eyeball-to-eyeball contact here at the Place of Promise. And you tell them, keys, keys. Over the last few weeks, I believe God is stressing the foundation here of prayer. Everything we do in God must be covered in prayer. Music must be covered in prayer. The word that is being preached must be covered in prayer. Doing any type of ministry needs to be covered in prayer. Your substance must be covered in prayer. God is really trying to give you and I access. The Bible says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. So there is something you and I must do in order to experience to prosper. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm going to experience the prosper. Come on, if you see, if you don't say it, if you don't say it, then you may not believe it. But if you believe it, I think you would say it because the Bible says, whatsoever man saith in his heart, so is he. 
So if you say, I am going to prosper in your heart, if you sit out of your mouth, I'm going to prosper, it will line up with each other and prosperity will be ushered to you. He says here, he says, I wish you both all things, you must prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. Yours and my prayer life will give us keys to the kingdom and will grant us access to the wish of God. I'll say that again. Yours and my prayer life will give us keys to the kingdom and will grant us access to the wishes of God. And what is God's wishes? I repeat to you one more time. He says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. Look what he says. And be in health even as thy soul prospers. This is his wish. He wishes the wish of God is possibility that can happen. The wish of God is a chance, uh, is, a, is a moment in time that can be birthed for you that can happen. The wish of God can happen to you. Things just don't happen. You make them happen or you allow them to happen. Things just don't happen. And when they happen, it's your response to what happens that makes it seem what has happened. That right there should excite you that know that God has a wish for you. God has you on his mind. He thinks of you according to, that's why he says, I know the thoughts concerning you. For he says, I know the thoughts concerning He says, I have plans for you to prosper you and to bring you to your expected end. God is not going to push his plan or his promise on you. It must be received. He has, he has it all, but you and I have to make, he has it all, and he's not going to make an exception. He, he's not going to make an exception because he has it all just for you if you don't want it. He said, we have to ask. And not only do we have to ask, we have to receive. We have to put ourselves in a position or a posture to receive. Can I express to you that I'm ready for God to shower me with heaven's authentic power and heaven's authentic resources that can change me, change my family, change my church, change my community, change my generation, change my life, change everything about you and me. I'm ready for God's authentic Hallelujah. Heaven's resources that can change my life and my generation. Can I ask you a question? Do you enter prayer only when you need something? Do you have a relationship with your prayer life? Or are you just dusting it off when needed? Consistency is the key to getting access. Say it again. Consistency is the key. Your faithfulness is the key to getting access. Prayer life means just that. It is my prayer life. It is an everyday function. I cannot do without it. Uh, there, there's a commercial that says, uh, uh, um, I don't leave home without it. I think it's called the American Express commercial where it says, I don't leave home without it. Well, brothers and sisters, can I raise you one better? I don't leave home without the power of prayer or the suggestion of prayer in my life. Why? Because prayer has the power to change your nation. Prayer has the power to change your will. Prayer has the power to change anything you need is just in your prayer life. Prayer has the keys. See, the Bible says all men should pray without ceasing. That don't mean you should pray 24 hours. Even though I wish I could. It just means you ought to be ready at any time, at any moment to pray. 
See, I believe, see, I believe some of us are experiencing prayer that's not been answered. And that's why you have been frustrated and that's why you have lacked in it because you've been frustrated with not getting the results you have hoped for. I get it. I think that God is frustrated too. Mm. Preach Jesus. I know you're frustrated by your prayers not being answered, but I think that God is frustrated too. Thank you, Jesus, because he wants to get it to you. He says, I will give. That right there should just stop everything in your path. When he says, I as they stop everything you're doing to know that he will give. Oh, my God. Two weeks ago, three, almost four weeks ago, we got caught up in that he will. Because one thing about God I recognize, he will, he will, he will. He will. It is his will. It is his character. It is his nature to give you the answer. He wants to give it to you. He wants to give you the keys that will unlock every door. He wants to give you the keys that will unlock every answer. He wants to give you the keys that will help you become who you're supposed to be. For he says, for I knew you, look, God Almighty, I knew you who you were to be. Oh, my God, hallelujah, I feel glory. I feel glory, I feel glory. He wishes to give you the keys. I think that God is frustrated. He wants to give you keys, keys that will lock every answer, keys that will, uh, keys that will give you the right to the keys of the kingdom. I will give you keys of heaven. I will give you keys that, repre that represents access. Keys represents authority. Keys represents ownership. Keys represents control. Keys represents authorization. Keys represent power. Keys represent permission. Permission to do what? To bind whatever on earth that is in heaven. And I'll, I can loose what is, what is lawful in heaven. And I can loose it what is lawful on earth. I need the keys. Say your neighbor, neighbor. I need the keys. And, and, and a consistent prayer life will unlock the keys in my, will unlock the keys and put them in my hand and in my mouth. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. A consistent prayer life will put the keys in your hand and put the keys in your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. Because it's just not keys of turning. It's keys to speak. Speak those things as they were, as they were not. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, God. God wants to give you keys that lay in your mouth. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, there's a key in your mouth. There's a key in your mouth. There's a key in your mouth. Oh, if you don't write that down, I don't know about you. I'll come and take this mic and hit you in the head with it. There's a key in your mouth. Hallelujah. Keys in my mouth. Keys in my mouth. Keys to bless. Keys to unlock. Keys to restore, keys to replenish. Oh, God Almighty, keys to have, keys of access, keys of authority. There's keys in my mouth, not only just in my hands, but in my mouth. Keys will unlock the principles. The keys of God in your mouth will, be, will clothe you in righteousness. Keys will unlock the principles of the word of God that will establish you in truth and in strength. And you will walk in the authority and, and the anointing to be able to break boundaries and limitations off of you and your houses. Off of you and your house and your children's house out of your life. Why? Because God wants to give you keys to your neighbor. Neighbor, he wants to give you keys because if you know your God, you can operate in his authority. 
I'll say it again. If you know your God, you can operate in his authority. His, and the authority of the kingdom. Oh my God, the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not, eat, is not eaten or drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The, uh, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God does not consist of just meat and drink. That means, that means ceremonies and righteous ceremonies and ceremonial things, but it is but it is more weightier matters. Thank you, Jesus. It's not just for ceremonial observance and whatever ceremonial observances. But righteousness, righteousness of faith, of love, and of the obedience and the word of God, and the statutes and the jurisdiction and the sanctification, God Almighty, and the holy conduct, the joy of the Holy Ghost. God wants to unlock these keys to you. This, these divine keys that he wants to give you comes with responsibility of being a good steward. Keys are not, keys are not made, keys are already forged. And keys are cut. Keys are not made, but keys are cut. When you go to the doctor, when you, when you go get your keys, the key is already there. But someone must cut the key. Jesus, I feel like what? Some keys are not made, keys are cut. And the only way you can cut a key, it must go through a process where sparks must fly. It must go through a rubbing. It must go through a, it must go through a grinding. It must go through a rubbing. It must go through a wielding. It must go through heat. It must go through in order to make, oh my God, in order to make the proper key for the proper access, it must be cut. My brothers and sisters, prayer will cut. Prayer will cut you. I feel glory. I feel glory. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Prayer will cut you. Prayer will make you cut things off. Oh, my God. And prayer also will cut you. What It will cut you to who you're supposed to be. See, you, oh, my God, you, you want to be cut in this thing. Oh, my God, you want to be cut. Why? Because if, if I'm cut right, I can fit into anything. If it's cut right, I can have the proper access. If it's cut right... Because I remember we had a key made, and the key wasn't cut right. I had to go back to the process and say, man, this key was not cut right. And he took, oh, my God, and the inspector of the key, thank you, Jesus, took both keys and put them side to side to make sure I was in line. That the keys were in line with the original purpose. The inspector took the key and line, and put the key in a fine in a fine glass. To and, 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 and he put he put it in a a, a, a looking glass, a, a, a micro a, a, a micro glass to see if the key was off in any way, shape, or form. And when the when the instructor took the, the key maker, the key cutter, when the key cutter took the key, and I'm preaching already, and he looked at the key, he already saw. Oh my God, he always saw his malfunction. So he said, we, this key must enter the process again. He did not destroy the key. Woo! He just, he said, let us make this key. Let us cut this again. And notice this, but the key is able to take another cutting. My brothers and sisters, you, you, oh my God. And the prayer, he put it through the process of making the key. 
And this time, when he gave me the when he, when he when he cut the key for me the right, it was able to unlock every door that I needed that was unlocked. Keys are able when 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 God gives you keys. When God gives you keys, keys are placed in a process that so after it comes out ready to be open, ready to open whatever lock that is designed for it to open. Job said, when he has tried me, when he has tried me through prayer, when he has molded my conversation to match my heart's, com- my heart's confession. Thank you, Jesus. I'm about to have a fit here. He says, when he has molded my conversation to match my heart's confession, I will have access to what is predestined to me. I got to say that again for someone in the back who may have just missed it. And I'm, I'm, going, I'm coming home. When he has tried me. He has tried me through prayer. When he has molded my conversation, the things I say, the things that I allow to come in my circle, the things that I speak out of my mouth, the things that's according to my heart. Home, thank you, Jesus. Why? Because he said, he said, I write the table, I write the word on my heart, so I will, will I not sin against thee. When he has tried me, good God Almighty, when he has molded me, when he has pushed me, when he went out through prayer, when he has pushed me, oh my God, when he's challenged me, through prayer, when he's kept me down on my knees, when he's kept me in a position, when he's kept me prostrated, good God Almighty, when he has molded me, God, hallelujah, my conversation will match, good God Almighty, my conversation will match his heart's confession. And when my conversation matches his heart confession, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm about to quit already. Hallelujah. When my conversation matches his heart confession, I will have the access to what is predestined to me. I need the keys to unlock what is in heaven for me and God has made it possible to your neighbor, neighbor, keys are possible. Keys are possible. The Bible, the song says, is, is all things are possible to him that believe. And in the B text, in the B clause, in Isaiah, he says, uh, he says, the divine keys that God wants to give to you come with responsibility. The, divi- the book of Isaiah said that the keys of the house of David will be upon his shoulders. God declares that I'm going to place an anointing. That means, that means I'm going to place an ability. I'm going to place, uh, that means that the keys to unlock every door will be available to the ones who are born again. This text in Isaiah is a prophetic forerunner text to uh, Matthew 16 and 19 when he says I'm going to put the keys of David upon his shoulder and who was who was David the Bible says the Bible, uh, he put the keys of David on his shoulder David was the one who was the man after God's own heart and the man after God's own heart will have a born again experience and the Bible says here God declares that I'm going to place an anointing on you an anointing of the ones who've been born again the anointing of the one who declares that God is my savior the anointing of the ones who declare that I am in God and God is in me tell your neighbor neighbor I'm gonna have the ability to unlock my, I'm gonna have to unlock every door that will be available to me because I'm born again in the text the text is prophetic this text tells of the Messiah, Jesus. Oh my God! For I have, but, but Jesus said, I, "I have come to. I have not. I have not come to. I have come to destroy the works of Satan. And his assignment is to return us back to our rightful place as sons and daughters. Sons and daughters are in the likeness and the image of God. Sons and daughters emulate. Oh my God! Sons and daughters 
emulate what their parent does and what their parents should tell them to do. It, and when they walk like their parents, when they talk like their parents, it is an indication that you belong to this family and that you have absorbed my culture. Whenever, whenever he says, I'm going to return to you, that means sons and daughters will have keys to the kingdom. I'll say it again, not just anybody, not just all the children, no, 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 sons and daughters. I'll say it again, not every children is going to have keys to the house. You, you know how your mama and daddy is. When your mama and daddy make keys to go to your house, they don't give everybody keys. They give the one who is the responsible for the keys. Why? Because they know you're going to be going out there. You're going to be doing some things around your neighborhood, maybe around in school. But the parent usually gives the one who's responsible the key. And the reason why he gives the one who's responsible the key because he knows that one ain't going to let nothing in this territory. That one's not going to let nothing in the house that should not be there. Why? Because when I, when God gives you keys to the kingdom, good God Almighty, can everybody come? Thank you, Jesus, because some folks is going to want to bring their stuff and put it in your house. But God says, no, that's why I give the one who is responsible enough to handle the keys. Is there anybody responsible enough to handle the keys? And he says, we're there's a lot of, those are ones who my sons and daughters, why? Because my sons and daughters have did this. They have let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. And this mind that is in Christ Jesus is the mind that has been transformed by the renewing of your mind. There has been an exchange of his thoughts for your thoughts, his ways his ways of doing for your ways of doing. And you, and you, now you're operating in the thoughts of God. And when you're operating in the thoughts of God, you'll be able to unlock any door, thank you, Jesus, that has hindered you. When you're operating in the thoughts and the commands and the statutes and the principles of God, I'll say it again. When you're operating in the thoughts and the commands and the principles of God, you'll be able to open any door that has been locked to you. Why? Because the Father has given me keys. To your neighbor, neighbor, I, to your neighbor, I'm responsible enough for Father to give me keys. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody today. Well, to your neighbor, neighbor, I'm responsible enough for God to give me keys. And because when he gives me keys, he lets, oh, see, that, see sometimes there's, when keys, keys will unlock boundaries. See, because I, see, when I was a little boy, I used to like to go in the closet and I used to like try on my father's shoes because I wanted to see what it would feel like. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like running even now. When I was a little boy, I used to go in my father's, my father's room, and I used to grab his shoes. And I, I wasn't big enough to fit his shoes, and I know I could not fit his shoes. But I understood that when I get in his home, that I had access to try on his stuff. Even though he would tell me, when you get through, make sure you put it back. But I had access to try on my father's shoes. So I would go in the closet, and yeah, Pop, I'm telling on myself. I would go in the closet, and I would grab your shoes, and I will put my feet in your shoes. And I know your shoes are too big for me, but it didn't matter that your shoes are too big for me. I understood that I had access to what you had access to. And I understand, my brothers and sisters, don't you know, when God gives you keys, he knows some stuff you cannot fit. He knows some stuff you cannot handle. But guess what? You're going to grow into it. At that time, I was, not a, I was not able to carry his shoes. I was not able to walk in his coat. But I put his coat on, and 
and I put the tie on and it was so big on me and I looked real funny but I was still walking in the authority what the keys had gave me access to and at that time I did not understand but as I got up as I began to grow in the thing as I began to take the thing off as I began to experience what God was doing to me as I began to experience the power of access, as I began to experience the power of authority, I started to grow up in it. And now that I've grown up in it, it didn't fit me at the time. But now that I've grown up in it, tell your brother and your sister, say brother and sister, God is giving you the access to put on some things. And when you put on his clothes, when you put on his robe, at the moment, you may not be able to fit it, but you keep on putting it on. Keep on trying it on, and you will find there'll be access because I did not know that when I was putting on my dad's shoes, it was preparing me for the way that I will take. I did not know when I was putting on my dad's coat that I was putting on the mantle of a man I did not know at the time. But one thing my dad understood, if I give this boy a key, this boy is going to come in my clothes, in my access, in my avenue, down my street. And now that I know that the God that I serve wants to give me the keys, I'm moving to my next realm. I'm moving to my next thing, and I'm opening the door. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, get ready to open the door. God's given your key is being cut. Sweet hour of prayer will cut your keys. Sweet hour of prayer will cut your keys. I gotta say it one more time. Sweet hour of prayer will cut your keys. And I want my keys cut. So Father, whatever you have to do, cut it. I will. Hallelujah. Not faint. I'm here to let you know. And I've come to encourage you. To let you know that prayer will birth your miracle. Prayer will birth your ministry. Prayer will birth your life. Prayer will birth your money. Prayer will birth your anointing. Prayer will birth your ministry. Prayer will birth your faith. Tell your neighbor, I gotta pray. Prayer time. Because when I pray, things happen. When we pray, things move. When we pray, we have access. And I need it every day. Sweet hour of prayer. Lord, meet me there. I want you, Lord, to know I'm praying. Why am I praying? Oh, I need you every day, every hour. I need it. Hey, mama, thank you for teaching me how to 
teaching me how to pray for prayer. Well, oh, how to pray. Well, oh, I'm to go for you he wants to unlock every door he wants to unlock your mind that's why he said I wish above all things he wants to unlock your mind and some of you need your mind unlocked but as I finish I can understand your frustration because many of you have prayed and your things have not come to pass and fruition. You need the right key. And you may say, Pastor, how do I get the right key? Take your prayer back to the instructor and tell that instructor that this key unlocks that door. But I need that door unlocked. I need that door you saw. Because I asked the Lord a question. I'm done. I asked the Lord a question. I said, Lord, I love to see the great prophetic moments when you prophesy and people be like, oh my God. And you tell somebody their address and their house and their what they, what they had on yesterday and it blows people's mind. I said, Father, but that's not it. We need to see the manifestation of miracles. I, I repeat, I love to prophesy. I love the gift to be able to look in your life and to see the things that God shows me that I don't know, I don't know you from Adam. But there's more than just that. The people of God need the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Because when you did it, there was no question that asked. When they got home, it was changed immediately. And Father, you said according to your word, Matthew says, seek and you shall find. Ask and it shall be given. I'm going to ask you to give it. Seek and you shall find. Knock at the door will be open. Father, I seek you to find. I'm asking so you can give it. I'm knocking so the door can be open. Because we need you. We need you to open the door. To open the door to what is possible. Open the door to what is never 
can do it. Well, I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, your word says, enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise and be thankful unto you. Father, before I ask for anything, I want to thank you for everything. Before I ask you for everything, I want to thank you in anything. Because you've been just that kind of God. Now the word says, make my request known. Father, give us an anointing. Give us keys to unlock every door. Give us access codes to break codes. Give us access codes to break codes in our lives. Codes of hindrances. Codes of obstacles. Codes of struggle. Give us the codes, God, to lock them up and to unlock prosperity. To unlock your riches and to unlock your wealth. To unlock your righteousness upon us. For Father, you said you will give and this is your word concerning your people for you said I will and we give you glory and give you praise and we thank you for it in Jesus' name brothers and I'm done when the Lord says he will if you break it down in the Greek it says this the Greek when God says I will means this. I will give you a consistent option. He says I will give you a, that I will means a consistent option that never fails. That never fails. That's why I pray over this economy. I'm not just me, me alone. Others, intercessors and other preachers and prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, other saints, other believers, I pray. Father, I know what they said, but you said, you hear the cries of your people. And you said, because you hear the cries of your people, we, your people, that sounds like a constitution to me. Is that our constitution? He says, if my people, we the people, who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, prayer will answer. I committed. very reluctant to teach giving because I believe we should know how to do that without me giving you prompts or without me trying to posture you but giving is a key giving is a key as well and when you give 
God says, I will give to you. Press down. Notice the words. Shake it together. Notice the words. Running over. Then he says, shall men give it to your bosom. That means when you give, God has assigned somebody God has assigned somebody to bless you. Whether it's your job, whether it's the banks, whether it's influence, he says, men shall give unto your bosom. What's in your bosom, your heart? Men shall give unto your heart's desire. That's the word. When you give, God turns around. And tell some joker who you don't even know. Tell some boss who doesn't even like you. Tell somebody, you know what? I'm on assignment to pay off your car. The Lord has given me an assignment to pay off your house. The Lord has given me an assignment to give you $10,000 I received. If I was you, I'd be saying, I receive, I receive, I receive. I prophesy. I'm giving you a word of knowledge. The Bible says he has. Men shall give you favor. Men shall give you. God says, I'm going to unlock the gift of favor. There will be a supernatural. Holy Ghost, move of God. In the next 14 days, supernatural, Holy Ghost, move of God. Men will give it to your bosom.